Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He's sporting a fresh cut. It's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly, how are you, mate? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yes, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Um, 2022, like what we were just saying before we went on air, Matty boy. Weird year, but hey, the Star Wars was pretty good. The Star Wars was the Star Wars was pretty good. I'm so excited to dive into you know what we thought of this year because it was a really let's let's be honest a really different year for Star Wars. Um, Yes. So I'm excited to get your opinions, your like final thoughts on stuff. But also, you know, it's since a lot of things have released in 2022, it's been a while. It's been a while. So maybe we've digested it a bit more. So I'm really looking forward to um, diving into that, mate. Episode 187. Can you believe oh, that? Mate. No, I can't. 187. Like a, like a Sarlacc in the sands of Tatooine. We are, we've digested an awful lot of stuff this year, in Star Wars terms at least. And uh, yes, this is it then for 2022. In terms of the sessions, this is our final main show of 2022. So we thought we'd ring out the year of a good one, mate. But before we did that, we do have a couple of shout outs to uh, get out of there, don't we, mate? Yes, we do, mate. Uh, huge shout outs to our latest patrons, Jack Copestake. I think that's how it's pronounced, or Copstake, I don't know. Jack, you're going to have to let us know, mate. I just know you as Jack, or Nuthead Jack, on the Discord. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Well, Jack has joined at the High Ground tier on Patreon. You absolute lad, welcome. And also, Kieran Hood, who's joined at the This Is While The Fun Begins tier. And last but not least, and thank you very much, Kieran, by the way, last but not least, Jacob Lusk, who has joined at the Hello there, tear. Look, sickheads, they love it. They've got the extra content. They've got pubcasts. They've got film commentaries. They've got our solo shows and everything in between. And in the new year, we're going to be planning some really, really cool stuff for our Patreon. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. But yeah, yeah thank well, that's you so much, said. guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, thank sorry. you so much for for signing up for supporting the show. We have got some dirt coming next year, depending on what tier you're on. It could just get dirtier and dirtier for you. But we yeah, have got some true. great content lined up. So Jack, Kieran, and Jacob, thank you for supporting the show. It means the world to us. Now, my friend, in the background, I can hear not only birds at my window, but I can also hear the chimes, the bongs of Big Ben Kenobi, mate. What on earth? What in the galaxy does that mean? I, I can hear the birds as well. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to have to just hear those out, guys. Yeah, this is how you know it's a daytime recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear the birds uh, on Matt, well, Matt Boy's window. Oh, Matt Boy, it must mean it's a Galactic News Round. Ah. 
fans got their first glimpse of the upcoming Ahsoka show in a recently released sizzle reel from Disney Plus promoting their 2023 content slate. After three years of work, a fan-led 4K remaster of the original 1995 video game Dark Forces has finally released thanks to the Force Engine project. And speaking with Sci-Fi Wire, Sean Levy has stated his Star Wars project is still in early development, but will ultimately be a visual spectacle with a healthy dose of wish fulfillment, levity and big heart. Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Out with the old, in with the new. Not quite. We're not quite in that new year, new year of Star Wars yet. Instead, we're like Luke Boy, uh, Luke Boy, like <laughs> like Lukey yeah. Boy, Luke Bly said up top. We're looking back at the year just been in Star Wars for our final show of the year. We wanted to look back. We wanted to celebrate or commiserate with the Star Wars releases this year, and also talk a little bit about about the sessions, about what we've been up to, and how we've uh, how we've seen th- the year through. Mm. So, mate. 2022 we've got a list of stuff to go through but i guess it uh the best thing to do to start with is to ask you how how do you think 2022 was for star wars before we got to go into it in a more granular level how do you think a year was overall 22 was i think a busy one for many reasons uh but for star wars in particular like it's it's like lucasfilm just went yeah do you know what we're gonna go all out we're going to yep. go all out. We're going to drop everything. Your Book of Boba Fett starts with the Book of Boba Fett. And then before you know it, it's Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> Tales of the Jedi, and Andor. And that's not even mentioning like books and comics, mate. And I'm sure I'm, maybe I've missed one or two things out. There, there has been a lot. There has been a lot. I, I think, mate, boy, this has been the busiest year for Star Wars ever. And I think as diehard Star Wars fans, there was always a little bit of concern, you know, not not serious concern, but a bit of concern coming into 2022 just because the sheer volume of content. You know, I I wasn't convinced that it was all going to land. I wasn't convinced that, that, you know, surely this studio that's put out just one series in The Mandalorian and five films over the last X years, five years, six years, seven years, whatever it's been, um, surely they can't handle a year like this. I think, though, overall, it's been handled very well. And Lucasfilm and Star Wars has shown us that, yeah, we, you know, we can have a year filled with content, filled with content, and still have great quality. However... That doesn't mean there hasn't been some caveats. It doesn't mean there hasn't been some like misses in places, in my point of view. What about you, mate? Let me check it over to you. 2022, Star Wars. How is it for you, man? Busy, like you say, mate. Lots of uh, those early morning recaps, getting up to uh, to bosh those out. But, mate, oh. I've loved doing every single one of those. But as yeah, you say, too. I think it's been a very successful year. It's been the busiest year in terms of output. You know, that's what we've just given you, the bullet points. It doesn't even include... 
the the drops, the announcements, which we'll mention as well. There's been so much to digest. And uh, even in the last few weeks, we've been talking about kind of Bad Batch trailers and Jedi Survivor for next year. So this is all stuff that's dropped this year. It's been an awful lot to take in, but I, you know, I love it, mate. I'm here for it. I, I remember when a lot of the Star Wars hype was fixated around the end of year film release. So it was series yeah. and speculations and maybe a bit of casting news here and there. And, you know, I love those. Mate. I have such great nostalgia and fond memories. But now we live in an era where we live in a society where yeah. we're getting new drops every kind of three, every four months, whether it's live action, whether it's a video game, an animated series, whatever it might be, the publishing yeah. side of it. So I'm I'm ha- here for it, mate. As you said, though, was it all successful? Not every single thing that was released would get the double session thumbs up. But that's just how it is. Like you said, in many other shows, you know, that it's buffet time. We'll, 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 we'll help ourselves through everything there. But there's always going to be a few things that we think, you know what? I'm not going to go back to that particular morsel for a little while. So uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, mate, on how how these things have digested, how you've absorbed them. Uh, something like the Book of Boba Fett. It's been a long time now since that was released. Yeah. That, that, I mean, it, well, the first episode came out on like, the last day of 2022, but you know, 95% a year ago. came out in 2022 exactly mate so um it's probably the best place to start then is the book of boba fett kicking off the year when we when it came out i think we were we were all excited for it because you know boba's back we saw what bobby rod rodriguez did with him in the tragedy episode of the mando and for me it started off pretty solidly uh, and then it kind of went sort of up and down at the time i seem to remember Mm. thinking it's good but it's not great it's mando it's rushed what about you though, Max? I know you've been rewatching some of the episodes. Book of Boba Fett as a starter then for this year. How how have you how do you look upon it now? Well, it's not my favourite Star Wars series, um, but I can see the attraction. I can see the love. I'll say one thing: I find it extremely rewatchable. Yeah, I, a bit like the Mandalorian. I can just shove on a lot of episodes of Boba Fett, e- even the poor ones, and sit there. Which ones and are take they? It in. <laughs> Uh, scooters mate scooter scooter bike things (laughs) yeah lads yeah but even when it's like weird i enjoy the weirdness there's something about it that i'm like oh no this is crazy over the top but it's it's fun (laughs) it's fun it's out there it's really different um and yeah that's a that's a just uh a bit of a stereotype, I suppose, but it is. It really is. Um, it, but it's not perfect, and I appreciate that. I recognise that. I can't see this being the top of many people's uh, lists. That there are some diehards out there that like love this and rate it. Uh, I think Jay Marchant. Uh, he he. It's his favourite like Star Wars show it. of the year, right? Yep. So, yeah. Um, I still think it brings a lot to the table, Boba Fett. Some missed opportunities, but that's life. That is life. And I think, let's not forget, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and or all of these projects were affected by lockdown. All of them. Yes. And they either have a limited, had a limited workforce. They either were doing post-production from home. They're working from home doing post-production or they were just all of these processes in place while they were filming. That's difficult, mate, boy. That's difficult, yeah, mate. It's a huge restriction. Yeah. The, the, it's one the industry has never had to get through, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. And it's it's probably worth noting, by the way, that this year has been massive for pop culture anyway. You know, whether it's cinema or or television, you know, yep. the Batman came out this year, you know, all sorts of Marvel projects. You've got Rings of Power, House of the Avatar. Dragon. Avatar. You've got the like, video games. You had Elden Ring. The new God of War came out. You've had huge um, release site guys smashing releases. So as yeah. a year for pop culture, twenty twenty two has been pretty fire. Yes. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Spot on. Spot on. So Boba Fett, though, for you, like, how how is it? Like nearly a year on. Do do you rewatch it as much as I do? I've got a hankering to rewatch parts of it because. Like pretty much what you said, mate. I don't want to be that guy who disagrees with what my co-host says all the time, but it, I don't disagree with what you said. It, it, I don't think it's right. the best one. I think it's a hugely missed opportunity. I think uh, for fleshing out the character of Boba Fett, I think it's very interesting that they decided to not just make him this cold-hearted, merciless bounty killer, and they tried to flesh out the man behind the mask per se. I just don't think mm. they left themselves enough time, or potentially yeah, narratively, I don't think they were they they were as strong as they could have been in terms of plotting out his story, put it like that. But there's something like really colorful about it. There's something zany and bonkers about it. I don't know if that's just Tim Morrison is just zany and bonkers in himself. It's a bit of Tim. It, it is a bit it's of Tim. He loves it. <laughs> or like, think, I'm just thinking back with the scooter episodes, the obviously the, the incredible ones with the Tuscans and that kind of cultural side of it. And then, um, then you've got the major domo, uh, mm. you, you, we get Cad Bane comes back. There's a massive rancor. Just the more I think about it, it's mental. It's like yes. genuinely mad of, of a series. But um, I'm you know when I first watched it, I was kind of hit and miss on it. More hit because it is enjoyable, even with the scooters. It's still an enjoyable show. It is one though. I think I'm going to go back and revisit more often than not because it's different. It's a different flavor. And some of the things we're going to go through in this episode, you look at it and think. What would I rather put on if I had the chart? If I have a forty-five minute spare, one of these episodes or something like Book of Boba Fett, where you know Tim Morrison's hijacking a train and then um, and then they're all dancing around a fire in one of the most like profound moments I've seen in Star Wars in years. But um, I think it's a, it, was, it was a fun way to start the year off. I understand why there was a lot of disappointment or people who weren't it didn't quite hit the heights with as many people as it could have done. But I don't think by any means it's, it's awful. I'll be interested to see what they do with the character of Boba Fett going forward. I don't know if we're going to get a season two, but where does Boba go next? Where does Fennec go next? You know, where does Bobby Rod go next? Are, are, are John and Dave going to be calling up Bobby Rod for another go around the sun? Do you think we're going to see Robert Rodriguez again mm. in start in any in Mando or another Boba show? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so, mate. I don't. I don't think the caliber of his directing was good enough for Star Wars, and I mm-hmm. think. By the time the show was made, and maybe even in post production, I you know I don't know. It, it was probably too late to be like, right, well, this this ain't great. And and some of the yeah, I am going to say some some of the issues on Boba Fett really are down to di- di- directing. They're just directing it. You know, the ideas are there. The ideas really are there. It's just it it is. You know, for lack of a better word, mate, it is the execution. And it's not always, you know. Nothing wrong with that word, mate. Mm. Nothing. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we're going to see him again. I can't. I can't can't see it. But um, listen, mate, boy, Boba Fett was was filth. It was fun. It's not everyone's cup of tea. It it was interesting. It was out there. Um, 
the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Now that is a game for a lot of people. Thousands and thousands and thousands, millions of people have been waiting for this game for years. And they delayed it, mate, boy. This game Just was meant bit. to come out in um, with the rights of Skywalker originally, wasn't it? Or not there, not long afterwards. Uh, in and around that time, I, th- I think it. I think it was twenty twenty time. And it just kept getting bumped and bumped for the right reasons, though. For the right reasons, they they came out and said, "Look, the game's not finished. We we still need to we still need to finish it. We still need to do this. We still need to do that." And they made the right choice. If only more TV shows, films, and video games did that and took that attitude and actually had, you know, dare I say, mate boy, that humility, then, yep, yeah, we'd be getting a lot better product. We'd be getting a lot better finished product. Um, but Skywalker Saga, mate, this game is not everyone's cup of tea. It's, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would find it boring, but even casual gamers, there's not a lot wrong with this game. It's a superb game. I think I gave it like a nine out of 10. You know, it's, it, there's, there's not much wrong with it at all. So that was a massive win, massive highlight for Star Wars this year. Yeah, I remember on our t- looking at looking ahead to 2022 show we did way back at the beginning of 2022. I remember saying, Do you know what, Lego, I love the films. I enjoy them. I enjoy the humor. Not really a big fan of the games. I don't collect Lego. So I, w- I remember saying, I'll get it one day, you know, when it's maybe discounted. And that wasn't a slight at the game or the creators. It's just like you say, it's the buffet, isn't it? Not everything's going to jump out straight away. And I remember you saying you got it and you loved it. You gave it that big fat nine out of ten. Everybody mm-hmm. we know um, in our community seemed to really, really love it. And I started to get that kind of FOMO. I was like, I'm, I'm missing out here. But still, you know, I, I didn't I didn't get the game. And we were lucky enough to be gifted the game by uh, um, our friends at Warner Brothers. Uh, so I've been playing it quite a bit recently on my PS4, soon to be PS5. And I'm digging it, no. dude. I'm digging it. It's, it's just it's just a great Star Wars game. You get to play as all the characters you want to do in all the locations you want to do and react as reenactory, act out, play out these moments you've seen so many times on screen in a, in a different in a different way, but with the humour and the humour, mate. For me, it slaps. It always lands for me. So I'm yeah. pleasantly surprised by how much I really enjoyed uh, Lego Skywalker Saga, mate. The finished product is just so, such high quality. It is such high quality and, uh, yeah, nothing but praise, mate. You know, yep. and if you've not got the Skywalker saga, you know, we're coming up to January. If you see it in the January sales, oh, I'd really be tempted to pick it yep. up. I would because too. it, especially if you've got, if you've got kids or if you've got family, the multiplayer on it is, is, is superb. Um, it, it's just the depth of gameplay you have with this game, you know, nine films. Nine yeah. films to play through, different side missions. It's hours and hours of fun, and it looks great. Like it, it really plays honestly, well as well. It plays well. It looks great. The music. It's always like the mu- when you're playing a Star Wars game, when the music kicks in, you're like, oh my word, this Here is we magic. Go. Come on, come on. Some of my some of my favorite little Star Wars moments this year was like me having my nephew round my my apartment, um, and like he, he's you know being a little terror. And I'm like, right, it's- come on, let's let's fire up the Xbox and uh, play some Skywalker Saga, and that's it. He's just glued in, and that's his introduction to Star Wars. That has been his introduction to Star Wars, and yeah, for me, mate, that's meant a lot. That's been really, really nice, really enjoyable. But um, listen, mate, April 
April was a busy, busy year for Star Wars. Um, let's go over to Star Wars Celebration Anaheim over in California. This was obviously the first Star Wars Celebration back um, since Chicago in, in 2019, where we had Mandalorian stuff. We had Rise of Skywalker stuff. It was a big celebration. It was a really big celebration. So I think Celebration 2022 in Anaheim had a lot to live up to. Um, This one was obviously focused around Obi-Wan Kenobi, mostly. I'd say Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Mando stuff, Andor. um, We heard about Skeleton Crew, didn't we? We found out about that. So we got those new drops. And we we got Ewan and Hayden, you know, back on stage together. For the first time, well, in two decades almost. And we also got Ewan McGregor realising just how much the fans love him, just how much he means to yeah. these people. And I don't think he quite understood before. I think he's come out and said that. I don't want to put words in the King's mouth, but I'm pretty sure he said he wasn't. He knew that there was a fan base. Of course he did. But he now knows that the prequel generation are grown up. And, you know, he is. He kind of he was revered and the, the reception that he got people were just chanting ob1 ob1 at him when he's on stage and he just had to stop and look around and and drink it all in and that was a great moment seeing seeing ewan back again and just loving it but also seeing hayden back in the reception he got seeing both of them together on stage uh and both of them loving it together yeah it's it's kind of like a it's like a fanboy's dream it's like a prequel boy and girl's dream seeing those two together in 2022, ready to unleash new material. And Celebration was full of some big things, mate. Like you say, we got the uh, we got, we got got Andor news, we got the release date and news from Mandalorian, and the people who were there got to see footage. Uh, the Skeleton Crew drop. If you're mm. up for it, we got some Willow and Indy 5 news as well. High Republic, people were loving that. Plenty of High Republic stuff. The Attack of the Clones 20th Anniversary Celebration that first Jedi survivor teaser. Who's the man in the tank? I don't know, but it all started at celebration. Uh, we got an Ahsoka teaser in the, uh, mm. during the celebration. We found out Natasha Liu Bordizzo is going to be playing Satine, uh, Sabine Wren, sorry, not Satine, Sabine from Rebels. Tales of the Jedi got unveiled after, you know, months of speculation. We also got a bit of more, bit more news and a bit of light shone on, on the Bad Batch and Star Wars Visions as well. It was a very all-encompassing celebration this year, mate. We got publishing, we got video games, we got animation, we got live action. We didn't get any news on the films, mate, but there mm. was so I remember the excitement. I remember social media. We get those moments sometimes where everything just comes together. Everything just, everyone just is positive for a day or two, and we're just loving all the excitement. People were excited for this, that, or the other, but everyone was excited, and I love it when the Star Wars fandom comes together to sit to go, no pun, but to celebrate itself, yes. the fandom and celebration. Mate, it gave us so much to, so much to dig into that, you know, London, London now has huge shoes to fill. Yes, it does. It does. It's, it's worth noting though, that, um, the, we, obviously we know a few people that went celebration in Anaheim yep. and from quite, some people think it was the best celebration ever. That's pretty normal. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people think the most recent one was, was the best there, yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a, that's an effect. But anyway, um, you know, you know, we have a few people that, that kind of 
think of thought it was a bit of a letdown you know jimmy jimmy the tank adams tank uh, he went and he said look it was just a mess the whole thing was a mess if you didn't get into a panel that's it they're not showing it on any other screens you know so there was this disconnect a huge disconnect between people who are able to get into screens and people who weren't it's madness that is that's absurd you know if you think mate boy of the viral videos of Rise of Skywalker trailer in 2019 in Chicago. Um, a lot of those are like people recording themselves, but they're not in the actual panel. They're in mm. like the common area, you yeah, know? Hall, yeah. Yeah. Like whether it's, um, you know, the guys over at resistance broadcast, yep. uh, what's the other guys, the Jar Jar guys, but yeah, Bombad, uh, Bombad cast. Yeah. The lads. Yeah. So they've got they got a similar thing. They were outside. They weren't in the actual panel, but they were still able to be part of this communal thing that gathered yep. around and watched this trailer for the first time. And it was a massive deal, a huge deal. And it felt like, you know, everyone just stops what they're doing. They stop what they're buying and they turn around and they watch one of the screens because, you know, it's together. It's a, yeah, it's togetherness. And it's and that is a true celebration of new Star Wars. Um this whole panel thing, they got to get that sorted out for London. Mm. If, if they sort that out for London, I think that's already a step up from Anaheim this year. To and the honest. streaming, don't forget, as well. Because we, we, uh, we, it was, it was myself, it was Glover, it was Callum, it was your brother James, Sir Cabbage. Yeah. We all descended on, on the old Shea Bly, Shea Manor, Shea Bly Manor to, um, <laughs> to have, to have, to have a beer, to watch the Mandalorian panel, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and they, and kind of react to it together. And we, got we got there we got and there like was some Burger King. We we had yeah, like man. proper boys. We had a it was, boys we, night. We, and... we were there, and, uh, and and we got and then you know there was, there was this beatbox crew up on stage yodeling, and we're like, here we go. Once these guys have done their admittedly very creative act, we're gonna get some Mando. And then we realised, yeah. hold on, the Mando panel is actually already on. What's going on? And then and, and it was revealed by lots of um and angry people online that they weren't going to be streaming the panel just like they hadn't with the showcase panel. I mean, we had a great time. We played some Wii. We had a good laugh, but yeah. the, the communication was poor, but not streaming the panels. As we said, we get, don't stream the exclusive content. For example, like the videos or the trailers, black, black those out for the time being and maybe release them later when you want. But the panels, the major panels, they are the moments that get people talking. Secondhand news is sometimes fun, but you, you just stream them. Let the world see it. It's not necessarily yeah. that. And the people who are paid to be there, give them the exclusive, give them the dirt. But I don't see what harm it would have done to 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 stream those major panels to people around the world and and kind of say, you know, look, it's expensive to come to Anaheim, to London, wherever. We get that. But we want everybody to feel like they can at least experience some of this. And I feel like that was lacking from the outside as well. Yes. Yes, mate. I, uh, I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that. Please stream it. London, you know, please make it happen because that, that really was a disappointment from Anaheim yes. this year. But from Anaheim, we did get Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, Here I, we go. I, I, I think this was probably the most anticipated Star Wars thing this year, comfortably. In, comfortably. in years, I would raise you. I mean, the Rise of Skywalker, of course, in, in recent years would be the most anticipated, the end of the Skywalker saga. But since then, I think Obi-Wan Kenobi easily was the most anticipated and that includes Mando season two uh, and, and other things as well. Ewan McGregor, Hayden, 
Revenge of the Sith. You know, it's, it's Star Wars 3.5 almost. Yeah. I think this was the one that people were looking forward to the most, mate. And for good reason. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, we get the first two episodes, right, on that weekend of Star Wars Celebration. Sure. And then, uh, was it the first two? Yeah, it, it was, was yeah. the first two, right? Yep. Yeah, and then we got, we got, we had four more episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi to, to, to enjoy during like the end of spring, early summer. Yep. And we were here for it. Was it flawless? No. Were, were there some issues? Yes. But, you know, the feeling I got from pretty much every episode of Kenobi was positive. Yeah. And okay. that finale, mate, The I know I bang on about it, but the finale, it, you know, it, it was, it was fan service, I think done right. It was, it was fan service done right. And uh, that's what I think. That's how I felt. I, I understand why some people were maybe disappointed by it or, you know, it didn't quite meet expectation. You know, for me, I had issues with some of the volume, use of the volume, which yeah. can be used very well. Look at the way the volume is used in Mandalorian versus Obi-Wan, and it's quite different. Um, I think that's probably because of lockdown. I think that's I think probably right. because of even someone like Favreau not necessarily being on site while the production's going on. That guy helped pioneer this technology. And I think maybe it was a wee bit overwhelming for old Deborah Chow, who, by the way, for the most part, did a fantastic job. And I don't envy that job. Um, but maybe in places it could have been better. The ships, mate. It winds me up. The ships. Mate, you didn't like that, did you? Why? Why did it, why did the ships not look like or, or or fly like Star Wars ships? They are. It's weird. It's, static. it's so weird. Like why does everything either side of it, either side of it, it looks fantastic. Boba Fett, you got the M one Starfire going through Beggars Canyon, and it it looks sick, mate. That was look, incredibly good. It looks amazing. That you've was got great. And, you've got Andor, Matty boy. How how the ships in Andor? And that was something I was worried about. Yeah, the ships in Andor looked fantastic. They looked yep. brilliant. But why Obi Wan? Like, I don't know, mate. I don't know. Budget, maybe. I think, I think Obi Wan was hit hardest by the pandemic because it had it was pushed back from release because of that. And I do think it is. And you know, there are excuses, and then there are realities. I think Obi Wan Kenobi had a really rough production because of that. If you. I'd love, you know, it's a kind of great what if, you know, what if, you know, I wish we didn't have COVID. I wish that just never happened like we all do. What if Obi-Wan Kenobi had the production that, let's face it, Lucasfilm would have wanted it to have? How would it have differed? I think it would have looked a lot stronger. And I think potentially the story would have been a lot stronger as well. Uh, the more I think about Obi-Wan Kenobi, the high moments are fantastic. That, that, like I say, that finale is superb. The first two episodes when it's just been you know, just finding himself coming and we, and we kind of see this broken man. I really enjoy that. And the, and the tie-ins, mate, you know me, I love a bit of connectivity. We get, we get to go to Nur that we first saw in Jedi mm. Fallen Order and it looks pretty good. It look it's certainly the interior looks just like it does in the game. I felt like I was there. Um, and the new characters we got, I like Tala, um, I, Ned B, big fan of Ned B. And I was, and I enjoyed Reva. Now I think the way she was used in the, in the story I think wasn't wasn't necessarily particularly well done, but I liked mm. her. I liked Moses Ingram, and I'm not going to get started on the Fury around that. Well, we know a lot oh. of people 
didn't like the character because of how she was using the story others for uh backwards reasons but i i know i the more i think about obi-wan though the more i do think of it as a massive kind of it's it's not it's missed potential i'm going to call it missed potential i think yeah. for me i wish they'd focused more just on obi-wan I love the fact that they incorporated Leia because Vivian Lyra Blair was superb as little Leia. I think she was great. I think she got the mannerisms of the character yeah. and kind of absorbed that spirit of Carrie somewhat in her performance. Uh, but I just wish we had a little bit more Obi-Wan, a little bit more Ben and a little less kind of chasing around the galaxy and kind of inquisitor politics. And, you know, not I'm talking about the grand inquisitor's loaf is bonds, but, um, I think mm. when it was great, it was excellent. I, I am with a lot of people who say, I think it could have been more, but I get that this was, this was hit hard in production, but still it wasn't a bad show whatsoever. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it, same here, mate. Same here. And the irony is, you know, at the beginning Amen. of the main discussion, I was like, look, Boba Fett in a lot of places had some misses. Um, but I find it really rewatchable. Yep. Right now, right now, I I, I haven't really rewatched Obi Wan that much. I've watched I the finale. I, I I don't find myself like going. Do you know what? Let me shove on a bit of Obi Wan. Um, yep. not yet. Which is mad, anyway, yeah. that's probably going to come, but not not like I thought it would. And that's interesting, isn't it? That is it interesting. Is. I've watched the finale a few times because yeah. how could you not? Right. I think it's great. I think right. what Kenobi did well was it, 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 it expanded on the story of Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, Anakin. Obviously, we saw him during Order 66 uh, in the temple. We saw them sparring together in, in Coruscant. Finally got to go back to Coruscant. Um, I wonder if we'll see that again this year. Uh, and of course, we saw Malbat Ben and even... So the characters, I think, were developed well enough. But yeah, I haven't, like you say, I haven't really thought, you know what, I want to go back and watch, I don't know, episode three or whatever, the one on Dayu, which is fun, or the one mm. on, uh, yeah, we also got to see that Jedi tomb, which was bonkers. Um, so the more I think about it, the more I think actually, yeah, each episode individually is really cool, but together, it's, there's, it's not quite as um, smooth as I hoped it would be. But yeah, I like you, mate. I haven't really had the the urge to go back and rewatch it in full or anything other than the finale yet. Not yet. Not yet. It might come. And, you know, that's the, that's the same with me. At the end of the day, mate, yeah, with retrospect, and again, individually, I marked these episodes quite high because when you're watching them, when you're in the moment, when when I'm on, we record our recaps like an hour or two after watching <laughs> Not long this, is this stuff, right? Um, we always tell people that because I think that's important to realize yes. that, you know, tastes, opinions, and maybe your just viewing experience changes over time. You know, yep. for me, The Last Jedi has changed over time. It's not like I've just completely U-turned on it. I still have some of the same feelings I thought when I watched it originally in December 2017. Oh, but... Man. Nevertheless, I oh know that's that's crazy that, we're, that it was that ago. long ago, right? Yeah, that was that's crazy. However, however, um, you know, Kenobi feels it, it really does feel like a film that has been split up into six parts, and they've had to that they've maybe had to add 
bits in there to beef it out so it can become a series. That's what it feels like at times. And, and, you know, we know, you, you know, Matty boy, you and I know people know that this was meant to be a film. Like that's a fact. They yes, were going yeah, yeah. to release this as a film. And since solo, probably since solo animics of the, um, pandemic, they thought, do you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to fire up, fire ahead with 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 a series instead, and we're just going to do a series. And I'm still glad we've got Obi Wan. Could it oh, have absolutely. been a bit better? Could it have been, you know, dealt with and executed a Ooh. little bit better? Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. However, I don't want to. I, you know, I, I, st- I still love the show, and. um for a for, for a big chunk of people, this was the highlight of their year in Star Wars, mate. And for a lot of people, maybe it felt the most Star Warsy. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point to say as well. The feeling of Star Warsy, and you know, us prequel fans, we ate well this year. We're not going to pretend that we didn't. Obi Wan Kenobi was a wonderful realization of uh, a lot of our hopes, a lot of our kind of dreams and wishes of what would be next for the characters, but animated. We also got a lot in those prequel years, mate. Tales of the Jedi was announced at Celebration, and we got it this year. We dro- they dropped six short episodes, three mm. on Count Dooku, and his from kind of young adult to or middle-aged to old Dooku. And then we got Ahsoka from at literal birth up until just after Order 66 and Padme's funeral, which is notable because it's one of the first times I've really actually done anything with padme uh in mm. animation or live action without kind of skirting around not saying the name but um tales of the jedi though for a lot of people this is their number one show for uh for them because of that clone wars aesthetic because they're huge ahsoka fans because they got to see more of dooku for example or it just put them back into an era of which they have such a fondness for uh we got to see tales of the jedi early and we put out our review of it uh, a few months ago now uh, towards the end of 2022 and i remember i really really enjoyed the dooku episodes for the most part i thought they were excellent uh, of course i think everybody loved dooku palpatine and yaddle i think everyone thought that was as powerful stuff um not just that but the realization that dooku was at the temple at the tree mourning qui-gon and then it led into the fight which then led into um attack of the clones yeah, and the Ahsoka stuff. A lot of people really dug that. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I, I kind of questioned the necessity of it when I think we could have had stronger, a different character story to flesh out their story. But I understand why they plumped for Dooku and Ahsoka, especially because Ahsoka is a huge fan favorite. So why not lead off with the Premier League team, mate? Well, I thought that um, it was it was kind of like two sides of the same coin. You know, you've got people who become disenchanted with with the Jedi order and yep. one goes one way. The other goes another way, but they still yep. ultimately leave the Jedi order out of their own choice. Yep. And poetically that made, and thematically that made a lot of sense to me as a viewer. Um, I'm not going to say this was like the dark horse of the year, because I think we all know what that was for me anyway. Um, but this was another dark horse where I was like, do you know what? This, this is pretty good. The was this high up for you then? The, the Dooku arc in particular, yeah, it is quite high up, mate. The Dooku yep. arc in particular, um, I I thought was in in part flawless. You know, in short, 
short bursts of storytelling, we were able to completely flesh out a character. Yeah. Completely flesh out a character before we meet him in Attack of the Clones and see the bust of him in Attack of the Clones. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. And I think Lucasfilm Animation is in a pretty good place. I am excited for Bad Batch Season 2, which we have seen a few episodes of already, a bit like Tales of the Jedi. We've we've been um, privileged enough to be given access to, what is it, the first 14 episodes? 14 out of 16, yeah. They're, they're keeping those final two under wraps, big boy. They but, uh, are, yeah, they are. Yeah, but I look so forward to talking far, about that more, yeah. So far, what we've seen of that, it's, re- you know, it's pretty good. I think it's a step up from mm. season one. And that, that and you were somebody who me. wasn't as keen, not, not as, not as keen is not particularly, maybe not the right choice of words, but the bad batch wasn't necessarily your favorite release of that year or no. animated release. And so for, for you to kind of say, well, look, this is actually, <laughs> this ain't bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's a step up. I enjoy, I've enjoyed the first or the huge batch that I've seen already. I'm, yeah. Again, a couple of I'll, I'll mention that as we go along, but yeah, 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 how, yeah, how does yeah, it how yeah. does it stack up to Tales of the Jedi? I liked Tales of the Jedi. I didn't love it uh, mainly because I just didn't really get enough out of it. I, again, I think the Dooku mm. stuff was great. I don't want to dunk on Ahsoka, but I, I don't. You know, I, the, the episodes were lovely. Like the the episode where she was where we saw her birth was very Ghibli, very nice, fine, great, okay. The one where she's fighting the clones, okay fine i just wonder if we could have got a different character in there to mm. develop them like we did with dooku we've got all of these prequel era jedi who are just you know faceless goons almost they're just in the background yet we're meant to feel something for them something for them when they get slaughtered during order 66 or maybe they'll do that going forward i understand why they went with ahsoka first because again put your put, put the a team out first plus baloney but i hope if they do more <laughs> we we get to see other jedi now who maybe we, we who you can do more with because their stories haven't been told as much ahsoka you are kind of hamstrung by the fact that he's such a huge character you know? give us kit fisto give us ayla sakura like characters we don't know anything about and you've got a blank slate but i like tales of the jedi for the most part yeah right so let's get to the meat and potatoes let's get to the meat and potatoes um the the main the main event um andor mate who would have andor. thought and and you know we we've been talking a lot about andor lately so you guys probably are well aware of how we feel about andor um the, 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 this show was outstanding um there are parts of it that in my opinion are flawless flawless storytelling and um i love this show and I f- I'm, I'm so happy it came out because Boba Fett and Obi-Wan in some ways felt like misses, you know, for me, not for everyone, but for me, in some ways it felt like, do you know what? Like you said, maybe a bit of a missed opportunity and all comes along. And I think expectations aren't sky high for a lot of people. A lot of people aren't sure how this is going to take off. You know, it's one thing to say, because I know you were a believer um, in, in this show, but like, it's one thing to say that, but then to actually see what what unravels and to be honest i think the marketing effort could have been a lot better for andor i think um lucasfilm and disney could have done a much better job in explaining to people what this is about i was even thinking this morning if i were to put andor on for someone today i think they would need a lot of context to what's going on they would need a lot of like hang on what 
Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you, mate. Yeah, they, they, you know, so it's not necessarily that it can stand on its own two feet. Like maybe something like Rogue One can do, um, but you know, whatever. <laughs> regardless, <laughs> yeah. regardless of that, I think what we got was a sensational bit of Star Wars, and May twenty twenty two. Who'd have thought? And not me. Not me. When you've got a Boba, if if you'd have told me a few this years is it. ago, say it. go on, go on, say it. I know what's coming. And you're me, right. <laughs> if you if you would have told me a few years ago, yeah, that you've got a Boba Fett show, you've got an Obi Wan Kenobi show, you have a pr- effectively a prequel to the Clone Wars, yeah, you've got. The, all these books and comics, you've got other cartoons, you've got Star Wars Celebration, you've got Skywalker Saga, Lego, and always the highlight, and always the strongest. I'd be like, are you joking? <laughs> I'd be like, what, what, what if you're one, on? Mate? Give me some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, like you say, I was a believer, mate, because Rogue One's my number one. You know, the, the choice of Andor himself, I think, was always a bit of a strange one to start with. Kind of like, well, we, 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 uh, we saw Andor... For a bit, you know, he's kind of this anti-hero and he goes good at the end. You know, spoiler for Rogue One. But now looking at it, he was the one you need to follow. He was, you know, for he was the one. Because Jin, she wasn't in it. Like you said, it's not a problem if you don't look up. She's not the part. She doesn't mm-hmm. want any part of this rebellion. Mm-hmm. And or, you know, when we see him, he is entrenched in it. So um, like, like Luke said, we've just come off the back of however many recaps, 12 recaps and review episodes. So I think you guys know our thoughts, but... Uh, as a brief then i I thought it was excellent i think for me it's the best star wars we've had in years possibly since maybe the last jedi uh in in all areas of um of the execution lukey boy here we go oh. again right. Let me get my water. we're lubing the tubes today but um yeah, that's it, man. That's it. It, it looks great the story's great the characters are great the <laughs> acting is great the music's great the locations are great i mean come on come on and it's set down in essex as well and sorry uh, yeah, Andor, I think, was the dark horse for a lot of people. Not as many people watched it as have watched no. Obi-Wan, Kenobi, and Boba. That, let, we've got to mention that as well, because it even got a primetime cable release to maybe bump those numbers up or get some more award consideration. But at the same time, if you look at it on the other hand, maybe that's because Disney knew this show's great and we want to put it out to more people. I think, though, it's worth noting that Andor has a completely different trajectory to the other Star Wars shows, where it started off the lowest, but it has had the steadiest build. Like, it has yeah. just grown. Usually, shows start off high and kind of go down, then maybe at a finale have a little spike. Um, but, yeah, Andor has just grown, and I think word of mouth has helped a lot. You know, and I think... Um, yeah, the fact that you've got 12 episodes Helped. and they they figured out a message, a coherent message oh, mate. and a story to tell over 12 episodes, um, it, that just screams quality. It's cool. The whole and thing the, is the quality. Arc, the use of arcs, I think, was excellent uh, because we know that we, we, we started to realize after kind of episode four and five that this in its, this this is a self-contained story within itself, but of course it plays into the wider Andor story. So we can now talk about the Aldani arc. We can talk about the Narkina arc uh, and all the other ones as well. The the Ferrix arc up top, but then together they weave together so seamlessly. And it's the planning, it's the writing room, it's Tony Gilroy and and Dan Gilroy and the gang, Kath, Kathy Kennedy too, knowing what they're doing. 
They've sat down, they've fleshed this out, they've had time, they've gone back, they've checked out their scope one more time. Can we change a few things? Yep, let's let's move this around and look what we got out of it. 12 episodes, I've just said, you know, 12 episodes was needed. They're only needed if you're doing what's right. If, you, if, you get, if you're putting the right people True. in the right places True. and giving us a good story. Otherwise, 12, hour, 12 episodes of Andor could have been a slog, mate, if they hadn't have got it right, if they hadn't have nailed it. For me, they did. I know for others, it didn't feel Star Warsy or it's boring okay. or they didn't really like it. I get that. You know, it's the buffet. And that's, it's- and that, by the way, there, there, there is a, 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 I won't say necessarily a sizable, but there's a chunk of people that feel that who are even in our community enough. on our Discord and avid listeners to the sessions, right? People couldn't Not- watch with their kids, could they? They said, which again is a no. fair point. No, no. And, and for a lot of people, that's the joy of Star Wars is almost having this communal experience with your family, this almost spiritual experience with your family. Yep. And, you know, Andor doesn't have that, but that's for me, mate. It's important that it's not like that because in, in a year where we have had stuff like Kenobi and Boba Fett and Tales of the Jedi, Andor brought something different to the table and all of those things are slightly different. And that's what I'm happy about. That's why I'm ultimately very pleased with this year in star wars because it was varied the content was different the content wasn't just samey otherwise we would be feeling burnout right now we'd be feeling like do you know what i think i'm good i've had enough and we're and we're and we we are star wars sickheads do you know what i mean we're obsessed by this stuff yes but this is me just being completely transparent completely honest i don't feel burnout at all yeah at no. all from this year and that was a concern that was a concern of mine and in three months' time or whenever it is, we're getting Mando, or two, I think it is, actually. We're getting Mando season three, or the start of it. Mate. And j- just looking at it from that perspective, I think um, massive win. And a lot of that is because of Andor. Andor came along and went, yeah, we know this ain't for everyone. We don't care. Yeah. We don't care. This is the story we're going to tell, and it's going to be high quality. We're going to use real sets, practical effects. It's mm. going to be something we're going to put story over spectacle mate which is what they did there was spectacle in it characters story win uh we also got the the zen grogu um short on disney plus we got the lego summer vacation a lot of fun in terms of the yeah. publishing mate lots of high republic stuff coming out that's hit the ground running we're getting phase two phase two's already started sorry uh, we know a lot of our listeners are big fans of the High Republic. We had good books coming out like The Fallen Star. I think that was an excellent way to end Phase 1 kind of officially. Uh, we got the the wrap-up to the Padme trilogy, Queen's Hope. That was uh, that was decent. Um, and, of course, mm. we've got the comics as well. We've got the Star Wars comics, which are, for me, always a little bit hit and miss. Sometimes you'll get an arc which is boss. Sometimes you get one which is not boss. So um, the, the comics I enjoy. I, I, I enjoy hearing other people's thoughts on them whilst I tried to catch up on them. But in terms of publishing, mate, I think yeah. it was a pretty good year. We had things like Shadow of the Sith come out. I thought that was good. Brotherhood was decent as well. Padawan was a good little um, addition as well. So pretty strong on the publishing side, mate, um, which kind of all encompasses. We got pr- pretty good stuff in publishing. We got a very, we got a great video game. We got some, lots of cool live action stuff and we got a really, really solid animated show as well. So I think like you say, I'm not burnt out. I want the same again next year, mate. I want all this stuff. I want to be. I want to be bathing in this stuff. I want to be recapping. I want to be talking about it with you, mate. Because that's yeah. what we do best, best on sessions. Yeah, you know, it's not like we've been up to anything else this year, mate. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Real life. 
What's that, mate? Who cares? <laughs> that? Who cares that about mortgages and boring stuff? I don't. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, this this was an experiment. This year was an experiment for Lucasfilm. Do you remember at um, Celebration 2017, Kathy Kennedy, she came out and thanked everyone um, for supporting Rogue One because she was like, yeah. look, we took a risk. We did something quite different and we feel like we did really well with it. To me, this year kind of mirrors that. It's like, yeah, this was quite a different year, but I feel like it was for the most part a win, but still Lucasfilm Styles could learn a lot from this year. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. So all in all, mate, Star Wars 2022 was sick. Now, um, we just wanted to kind of end this main show by also, and this is very un-British of us, but I wrote this down. I'm forcing us to do this, Matty boy. Force. Um, to, you know, do a pat, pat ourselves on the back as session sickheads, mate. Um, this was Ow. our biggest year ever. During Kenobi, we got our most listens ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went to, it was awesome. We went to an Andor event in central London which was beautiful. Um, you know, went to a Willow event where Matty Boy was uh, going, all right, Ali to Ali Plum and <laughs> calling we, the we cast the by show? their first name. Was it name. the pub cast? Um, it, I, I, remember, I don't know. I, remember, I saw Eric, Aaron Kellyman, Emphis Nest was there. She's in the press area, which we'd kind of accidentally wandered into. And she's standing there, you know, hobnobbing with her peers. And I've just gone up, all right, Erin. She sort of turned around and be like, oh, oh, hey. Cool. And then just walked off. Ali Plum was there. All right, Ali. <laughs> He's like, he's literally slumped against like, the bar and he's like, like, hey, he's just like, like Matt, turning into Luke Lowe. <laughs> turning <laughs> into Luke, look, mate, hobnobbing with the stars. Yes, this is where I belong. I don't, go, I, don't, I don't do that. I don't go, all right, to people I don't know. Or Erin. Hey, yeah, now, was, now we're, we've, had, like, we, we've had a connection now. I've spoken to Wen Fish. He spoke back. We're mates yeah. now. Uh, and new team yeah. as well. Love a bit of that. Yeah, but, that's it. Yeah, the, the Willow one was fun. It, a lot of these things were great because of who we got to hang out with as well, mate. And speaking of which... We got to hang out with so many of you at our Super Star Wars night, the event which Lukey Boy, uh, he, he curated this from the floorboards up. Fantastically well done. Me, I turned up with the microphones. Luke did a fantastic job at the Genesis <laughs> Cinema. They hosted it for us. Our name was on the board up top, which was an, an, an emotional moment for us. But you know, we had so many of you guys coming out for our first live show and quiz. We sat down and watched The Empire Strikes Back together. We had a special cocktail, the Echo Base made for us by the legends behind the bar. We just got to hang out with people and chat and other pe- and seeing kind of standing back and seeing everybody who was there hanging out and talking to each other was great as well. You know, people hadn't met before were, were hanging out, having a chat and in the brew dog uh, bar beforehand. But we had, yeah. um, obviously we had our boy Eve come from wherever he was in the world at the time. Uh, Austria, we had people come from all across the UK, but we finally got to meet the tank, Jimmy Adams, who had, who had slept on couches, who were taken uh, transatlantic flights just to come for our Super Star Wars night to hang out with us, to hang out with everybody else who's there, and to have a Greg's. Yeah. <laughs> we went to we had we went for a curry and we went for Greg's. Like he he got the sessions lowdown. Do you know what I mean? He got he got the whole he got the whole experience. Um that was magical, mate. That was magical. It was a great and, night. Um we really are essentially though, this community, like we really are just a group of mates, aren't we? And yes, yes. I'm I'm so excited for Star Wars Celebration 2023 <laughs> in London, just for pretty much yeah. that reason. Um also a little shout out to Andreas. Um, um, who was visiting from Oregon. He's a Swede. 
He was visiting family in Sweden, Lad. but he spent like he spent like I think a day or two in London, and we met up with him. Um, it was great fun, really, really, really great fun. Um, and what else? What else? Yes, I've got Andres, mate. London Film and Comic Con, London oh, Film and Comic mate, Con. I love. We, we got to hung out with Newbold. We went for a Newbold. curry. Generation Skywalker guys were there. All the cool things. Darth okay. Elvis. That was great fun. And we got to meet a lot of new listeners. We introduced so a lot of people to the people. show. So many of them are on our Discord or we, we interact with them in DMs or via our social pa- channels. But it was great. Three days in the Olympia. We had our little we had our little booth there. We had a little table and all the games there. New people, old people we hadn't, we hadn't we met before. Like Matty Boy came up, Chitty. He came up. We never met him, but he was a king. Um, listened to the show. It was just great to spend yes. basically the best part of nine hours a day talking about Star Wars with people, having some great debate, friendly, great debate, swapping opinions, getting ourselves out there, meeting great new people, getting to hang out with some cool int- um, guests as well. We met um, Dorian Kingy, Cad Bane. We met Tom mm. O'Connor, who was Darth Vader in um, in Obi-Wan Kenobi, Misty Rosas um lauren mary kim the, the ahsoka mocap actress garrick hagan big star Wars. so many people mate that was yep. great going for curry with with fanther generation uh day from all the cool things uh darth elvis oh mate let's not forget um oh, fuck, oh my god he's, he's gonna hate me for doing this um the mouth of south end um oh what's his oh, name ross no ross. um no <laughs> Nope, our our. Oh. Oh, <laughs> well, I've just outed him. <laughs> oh, this is awful. I can't remember his name. Jamie, Jamie Richards. I'm so sorry, mate. I know you're listening. Jamie, I couldn't remember your oh, name. Mate. We got to meet Jay Big Mouth from Southend. <laughs> I love him. I we love to meet him. Jamie. Have a curry. It was great, mate. It was it was superb. Sorry, Jamie, for forgetting your name. <laughs> He's going to send me an awful DM now. I don't want to read it. Uh, well, I don't live far away from him, do I? So, oh, no. by the way, he messaged. He put on the Discord yesterday. He's not heard a George Lucas impression. So, um, I'm, you know, <clears throat> yeah, you know. Uh, so, um, I thought to myself, I'd send a quick message to uh, Matt and Luca, particularly Matt, because I, uh, I can't lie, I like the look of uh, Matt's mom. Uh, <laughs> so, Matt, if you it's could hook me up. Uh, <laughs> You could hook me up that big boom. <laughs> Creator, yeah, that's a good lady name again. Uh, Lorraine, <laughs> shout out to Lorraine. Lorraine, Lorraine. <laughs> but yeah, George, so 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 good to see you. Thank you for turning up, Georgie boy. Um, Jamie, I hope you got your wish there, mate. Actual George Lucas was here. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Any more requests for Luke? Just send him in Random. our Discord. And last but not least, MCM Comic Con. Oh, mate, we did a panel there. <laughs> it was on a Sunday, so everyone was tired, everyone was dead, or, you know, still recovering from the Fox. And people <laughs> still turned up to our panel and had great fun. It was sold um, out. Don't, don't, don't undersell it, mate. We're British. We don't often pat ourselves on the back, but it was sold. It was packed. We had people standing outside looking in and st- yeah, looking on stage, cool. trying to get past the bright lights and see what was going on. To see that many people, there was was huge but i had reservations I was like, oh man i wonder if people are going to turn up because it's, it's sunday afternoon don't worry about that people were there and it was it was a great atmosphere everyone joined in luke was his usual prowling that stage like a pro it wasn't the first time I got, he got up on stage though at celebration was it uh, a comic con sorry well 
Oh, no, what? Because I met Matt Anthony Daniels, didn't I? I hugged him. I hugged him. I asked him about the holiday special and Rogue One. It was great. (laughs) And you got a book. And I got a book. He gave me a book once signed, but it was a book. And I was like, mate, it's so good. So So good. There we go. Get it. good. Thanks, mate. Overall, overall, I'd probably describe 2022 and Star Wars as exactly that mate boy I, I personally i don't 100%. know about you i mean would you what would you describe it as mate boy i would i would describe it literally as just those two words that that danthony daniels dan delorean dan or dan sexton has, has summed up for me mate it was it was just so good everything about it even the bits where i thought you know i wish that had been a bit different or there was a missed opportunity there we still got it there was nothing this year that came out, and I could say this with hope, open heart, open mind, and true honesty. There was nothing that came out that I thought that was abysmal. That was genuinely poor. There were things I thought weren't particularly great, but there was nothing which I thought was poor, mate. For me, the best, the best moment or the best thing that came out of Star Wars this year, I think, was the One Way Out episode of Andor. I think that was perfection. I think that was incredible. Luthan's monologue, all of the monologues. Other than that, Boba Fett, you know, that kind of cultural side that he brought to the book of Boba Fett when he was, when they were doing, sort of their, when they were dancing around the fire with the gaffy sticks when they were creating that, I thought that was powerful stuff. And the finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi, mate, I thought that was superb as well. But what about you, mate? What was your kind of top moment of 2022 in Star Wars? Right, well, I'm eating, Matty boy. You saw us <laughs> eating, see. and you're yeah, like, let's ask, I thought we were done, but no, let's ask Matt. Let's ask nope. Luke another question. Thought, yeah, yeah, same. I, I see you eating, mate, and I'm putting you on the spot. Thanks, mate. Um, same. That's it. I'm not joking. Exact same. <laughs> I'm just watching him struggle with his food. Yeah, so same for Lukey boy. <laughs> same for me. 2022 was a win for Star Wars. Wonder what 2023 is going to bring, mate. Hi, this is Max Lloyd-Jones from The Mandalorian and Lieutenant Reed and Boba Fett. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Now, with all good celebrations, all good knees up, you need to have a couple of drinks. And that's what we're going to do here on Star Wars Sessions. As it's early in the day, we've got tea, we've got water, we've got caffeine. But the Essex Falcon has pulled up outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. The only question that remains, Luke Bly, I'm going to ask you slowly. Get your guns ready, mate, for the final time in 2022. Shall we? Let's do it. Can I offer you a libation? To celebrate the closing of our shared narrative. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Parkell and Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yeah, boy, he's come to drink and he's also come to eat his brekkie. His second breakfast for Lukey Boy Bly. So we're in the Bantina, we're back again. Each week, for those who are new to the show or old, we sit down here with the greatest listeners in the galaxy, which is you guys. We have a couple of Kef beers, and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. And this week, it's a big one. We ask for your thoughts on 2022 as a year for Star Wars. Yes, and to kick us off, it's our boy, Ash Mudhorn Crafts, with this cheeky voice message. Let's hear it, mate, boy. 
So I feel like 2022 was a very successful year for Star Wars. It feels like the beginning of a dive into a wider galaxy. Because each project has been so unique. There's so much to build on. Uh, We've never had it so good. And honestly, cannot wait for Mando Season 3 and Ahsoka. So excited for those two. What a lad, what a lad. And like Ash said, there's loads to look forward to in 2023. With also... Like a lot of content like 2022 but I think 2022 has proven that Matty Boy it can be done yes and and that's what's happening mate and that's what's happening we also asked you guys on Instagram Twitter Facebook the usual what you thought of uh, Star Wars in 2022 so let's just jump over to Instagram and read out some comments and um, we mentioned him earlier Jay Manchin said This year gave us so much. I loved everything, some more than others, but still, with this much Star Wars on my plate, I wasn't left hungry. It's not just the series itself, it's the hype, community, and social stimulation around it too. Podcasts, discourse, memes, toys, um, art... 2023 let's go um go follow jay mansion art on um instagram guys he jay does some beautiful beautiful pieces um but yeah mate i I love that comment and i love starting with that comment podcast the social community is where a lot of the fun comes from you know i think so it's just lovely to see. Kenobi collects our boy Chris. He says, having Ewan back as Obi-Wan was the highlight of the year. And of course, the cheeky session cinema night up yeah. there uh, with Star Wars 2022 wins. We love to see it. The fan for tracks, boys, they say Andor and beers with the Star Wars sessions, lads. <laughs> oi, oi. Um, ja- Jamie Richards says, visually, Kenobi wins for me. Some more love for Kenobi, mate. Some more yep. love for Kenobi. Um, Eve says this. Eve always dropping dropping his truth bombs on us. Yes, he says based on the primacy and regency effect, people would normally choose the first and last. Somehow, I think it's not going to be the case. Quality still wins, so my answer is probably the most obvious and popular one. Andor and Tales of the Jedi, specifically the Dooku episodes. Essex Scott, short, simple, sweet, and or an Obi-Wan for me. That's what people were saying on uh, the Instagrams. And I believe we have another voice message to get through. Matty boy, Alex Jessup's here. He might punch down the wall and then punch an elderly person. (laughs) He will. Let's play the message. Hello, Matt and Luke. Well... 2022 Star Wars moments. There was quite a few to pick from, wasn't there? This is the year that gave us... And... Hello. But for me, (laughs) the stand-up moment was meeting up with everybody, all the fellow Sessioners sickheads, uh, and watching Empire Strikes Back, getting to meet Jimmy the Jedi for the first time in in person, and just having an all-round great time. So here's the 2023. Uh, Very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone, and I can't wait to see what the year holds for us. Like a bentha. Like a Hello. bentha. Goodbye. Uh, hello. Goodbye. That was basically what Jessup was saying the whole of the Super Star Wars night anyway. So 
<laughs> love it, mate. Absolutely love it. We love Jeff. Jessup at 2023, mate. Star Wars Celebration. You better be there, Jessup. It's going to yes. be sick. Uh, what else have we got across the interwebs, Matty Boy? Well, we are privileged to have another voice message, mate. This one, first time voice message from Yoda Bauer. I'm going to play it for you, mate. Honestly, I think there's so many highlights from this year because I think Star Wars did really well in 2022 just because you have like stuff that's super nostalgic like Kenobi and stuff that was like really ground level and and different with Andor and you had High Republic and you had all these comics coming out and I think anytime Star Wars does a little bit for everybody it has just the best year it could have right i think anytime star wars is telling so many different kinds of stories it's when it's at its best but if i could brag i'd say the true highlight of 2022 was uh celebration anaheim which was just a blast yoda best more like thank you so much for that spot on when we've got those kind of that kind of diversity in storytelling we've got the nostalgia and we've got the new when something like Andor plus everything the High Republic's doing and all the bonkers stuff that's happening in the comics there is something for everybody and I think it is a win Celebration in Anaheim was one thing Yoda Bauer you wait till it comes home you wait till it comes to London we'll show you what a celebration is all about but no it's great to hear somebody talking positively about their experience in that in uh, a celebration from you know from differently to some of the things we've heard so that is great thank you so much for that um yoda on the socials we got uh key 77 it was an ob win kenobi we were spoiled <laughs> rotten and or was an unexpected delight the peak for star wars for me was seeing obi-wan and vader face off despite originally thinking it was a bad idea vader mercilessly killing villagers and burning his mentor his key moment mm. was vader's shattered mask uh, Skywalker Sage just says Andor next to the aisle Jamie Garwood King said the moment in Kenobi when Obi-Wan learns Anakin is still alive power- powerful delicately handled and well acted by McGregor thank you for those messages guys and to end off we do have one more voice message this one comes from Thomas Myler Ray Ray from the YouTube channel the very good YouTube channel Nerdzoic let's check it out <laughs> Hey guys, greetings from Philadelphia. I just wanted to respond to the question about Star Wars in 2022. Uh, I think it was a win overall for us. I, you know, personally enjoyed a couple episodes of Book of Boba Fett, um, a couple episodes of Kenobi, a few episodes of Tales of the Jedi, and I absolutely loved Andor. But I will say overall, Book of Boba Fett and Kenobi were a bit disappointing for me. And the thing about that is, you know, it's a it's a bit telling that I was more interested in something like Andor, this origin story for a new character under the Disney umbrella, rather than the you know the big return of mm. a couple of fan favorites, a couple of my favorites growing up. And I think you know there's a formula to this, and I think it's the reason Rogue One was very successful and Mando season one, as well as uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I think there's something about new characters and new stories with familiar elements of star Wars. That is the most interesting and intriguing to fans of, of all ages. Nice one, Thomas. Thank you so much for that. And I mean, I I like what you're saying there, mate. There was a bit of something in pretty much everything that you dug, Mm. but like fallen order, which was an incredible original story and, or a new character from the Disney era, if you will, was give it gave us the best story 
you know it wasn't as tethered to our expectations as some of the other shows and shout out to you thomas for bringing up some fantastic points there but um we did actually ask you guys on a poll what you thought was the best release of 2022 and lukey boy he's the man with the plan he's got the answers right and or on in this is all on instagram we'll do instagram then twitter second yep. um instagram 67 percent said and or 24 percent said obi-wan kenobi and that leaves both five percent for boba fett and five percent for tales of the jedi um for me not not that surprising not that surprising especially taking into consideration like our community but generally and or you know yeah it's 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 wiping the floor a little bit but still kenobi's getting a lot of traction you know a quarter of the votes going to kenobi that's quite a lot of votes well i'm looking on twitter mate this is this is madness on twitter 63.6 percent say andor 24.3 percent say obi-wan kenobi six and a half the book of boba fett 5.6 tales of the jedi that is almost a duplicate of instagram Mm. Mm mm-hmm but as you said, mate, so eloquently, who would have thought way back when that Andor would be, in terms of our community and the people we polled, would be head and shoulders above an Obi-Wan show, a Book of Boba Fett show, and a Clone Wars prequel show. It's testament, mate, to the great work that everybody over there at Andor HQ did. So, guys, thank you so much for participating in this week's um, social engagement social experiment that we had we got so many uh, voice messages we got so many uh, posts to go through and comments we're sorry if we couldn't get through all of them but we'll do everything we can to get you on a future edition of the Bantina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars sessions you know it's gonna be so good best podcast that's right spice is part of the bantinas the patron question section and to kick us off this week it is our boy glava who's gonna smother your mother um he asks this matty boy so hasbro have been in touch and they're releasing some special edition black series figures one line is star wars podcasters luke and matt come as a twin pack of figures each with three accessories you both need to choose each other's accessories based on what you know of each other nothing star wars related vehicles and clothing also don't count um <laughs> what a question what a so question we'll yeah Throw it over to you, mate, boy. Um, what accessories, what three accessories are you going to give me? Oh, mate. Well, they have got the selfie series out, which I was very seriously considering getting one of. Um, yeah. If I could, if, I mean, I'd love to have a Luke Bly Black Series figure. If I could um, accessorise it, obviously, uh, let's keep it real, a camera. He's going to have a camera. Ooh. Luke Bly is the greatest photographer this side of Coruscant, we all know that. Yeah. He's going to have a camera. He's going to have a book of architecture big one he loves the oh, building he's gonna have I a do. book on architecture and it, which can also double as like brasso showed in andor you can batter someone with that book as well yeah. um and uh he loves wine as well he likes wine so I obviously like i would wine. i would give it was between that a sausage roll a steak bake or something but again i'm thinking practically a sausage roll you know you can shove it in new bowl's mouth and be done with the wine you can drink it and then batter someone with it like brasso did so i'm gonna yeah. go for a bottle of wine i'm gonna go for yeah. a <laughs> Uh, an architecture book 
and a, a camera. I like it, Matty boy. That is yeah. very good. That is a Your very, turn. very <laughs> that is a very very good one. That is very good. Right, three uh, things for Matty boy. Um, one would be like a star a Starbucks um, gift card because my man, my man loves this he loves a takeaway coffee. I do. My boy loves a takeaway coffee. He I'm really really does. Um, another one would be um, a new a new apartment akin to Mon Mothma's place. <laughs> a bit of me, that is. A bit of you, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be all decked out and that, and they'll be like, you can put up your posters and your your toys and stuff. And I mean, but it'll still be like a man pad. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, a dad pad, know, a dad pad. That's it. That's yeah, it. dad pad. Um, and last but not not least, Glover, um, I'd give him um, access to a panel at Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> because <laughs> then because then i'm you know I'm, it just so happens i might be on that panel as well so but if matty you know it's still present to matty boy yeah so, I'll, I'll take it mate i'll take yeah, it take eerie it. day we have applied for a panel at star celebration but let's see or the new state holonet news stage holonet let's news see stage. what happens let's see let's what see happens. there's going to be a lot of great creators going through mate and if, if we if we can get up there wonderful if not we're going to have the best weekend either way, mate. So either way, Spot. it's a big win. Just like your Patreon question, Glover, I'm going to throw this out to everybody. If you could have a Matt and Luke Black Series, what would you give us as accessories? Keep it clean, but keep it mean. We'd love to know <laughs> what you would give us. That was the last Patreon question of 2022. Thank you to everyone on our Patreon who's been sending in questions all throughout the year. I'm telling you now, I cannot wait to see what you lot give us in 2023. But... That is going to bring an end to the Senate and our time here in the Bantina for 2022. Bartender, sorry about the mess. We're going to be back again, same time again, next week and next year here in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen. It's the Star Wars Sessions game! My game! <laughs> you I may did. have heard a lightsaber there. I, 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 I oh, we were just doing, we do like stupid faces and stuff while, uh, while we're recording. We record. I was like, Matt like pretended to get some aftershave out and spray it in his Drinking mouth. It. So I was like, oh, let me just uh, get the lightsaber out. Anyway, and, sorry. And about then you that. heard it in the background. No, mate, it adds flavour to the show. As we keep saying, we're coming to an end now. We end every show off with a Star Wars themed game. We alternate who is going to host it this week. It is mine. Mate, do you want to know what you're going to play this week? Of course, mate. What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, I've been a bit creative, mate. Oh. Uh, we're playing a game. We're playing a backwards game. I've got oh. a couple of ch- I've got a couple of little bits of music, a little snippets of music from Star Wars themes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Gen- generally related to 2022 generally okay. Okay. but I've reversed them I've turned them around they're going to play backwards you just got to tell me what theme this is oh my days yes okay. let's do I've it I've only got a couple okay. so don't worry about it right. my friend you ready That's for the first right. one yeah let's do it mate let's DJ, smash it don't worry about the music I'm bringing it here comes number one mate tell me what this <laughs> is if you know what it is during it just shout it out here we go okay <laughs> 
Good, but there you go. Easy. How about this one then, mate? The All next right. reversed bit of music might have a thin link to 2022 is this. Kenobi. It's a Kenobi Maelstrom, I think I heard Obi-Wan Kenobi. John Williams, the maestro. It is yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. My man is two for two. All right, there then. There we go. There we go. All right, All right. Lad Bane. How do you think about this one? Yeah, that's the Mandalorian. Yeah, you got it right at the end Definitely. there. It is yeah. the Mandalorian, mate. So you're th- <laughs> to be honest, mate, I thought this would be harder. Um <laughs> yeah, that's that, really you're good. three for three. I've got a bonus one for you, mate. This, yeah. this one ain't twenty twenty two, but it's a okay. good laugh. You ready? All right, yeah. Here we go. Is it the holiday special? <laughs> yes, it is. is. It? It's a life day it, tune. Yes. It is. Yeah, it's Leia singing. It's I feel like that Fisher. song was, had a subliminal message and it's telling me to go and do things. But yes, that was the holiday special way. But you were, I didn't think you'd get those, to be honest. I thought, there we go. I thought Mando you'd get because that was, it was pretty easy. But um, the other two, you got quite easy. Obi-Wan, I thought you didn't think you'd get that whatsoever. But I haven't got any more for you, mate. That is it. That's four for four. You have got your first ever 100% on Star Wars Sessions on the last episode of 2022, mate. Come on. Come on. Let's have it, mate. I can take on the world now. I can take on the world. I can take on 2023. You and me, we've got 100% games together now. We are now as equal as we've ever been. But as we kept saying, mate, that's it. The year's come to an end. The episode has come to an end. Don't worry, though. Next week, 2023, we're back again. Don't worry about that. But that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, number 187. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. You can search for us across social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just search Star Wars Sessions. We'll be there. We're also on Tumblr, Hive. Check us out on there and say hi. Um, Drop us a voice note or a message to our email. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk and please consider supporting us on patreon patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions two dollars gets you in the club and it's really fun it's really great and it really really helps us um and don't forget we got a discord it's like a big family friendly group chat we talk about all different things sports but mostly Star Wars, and there's different chats. If you don't want the sports stuff, you can mute it. It's all great. Let us know if you want to join that. You have to DM us or email us, and we send you the link. Um, there we go. 2022, mate, boy. Crazy. Naughty. That Patreon, that Discord, 
I like it. If you want to support the show for free, uh, thank you for listening. That's all we need. But you can do so by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, including Spotify still. Five stars helps the show grow. It introduces new listeners and is another way to hear from more each of you every week. Yes, and we just passed uh, 200 ratings on spotify which is a massive deal 200 man so if you're listening and 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 you're on spotify you've not reviewed us yet please drop us a review it really really helps us same for apple guys that mean the world and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your nearest ewok tell tony gilroy tell your cousin the more the merrier ever castle spicier Yes, tell each and every one of yourselves for making 2022 the best year in Sessions history. Thank you guys so much. Tell yourselves this is the podcast you're looking for. We love all of you. But until next time, from me, see ya, and from Luke. May the force be with you always. Ah, see you in 2023. Ooh, Luke. Ah, yeah, come on. Goni Tilroy. <laughs> Goni. Had to be, didn't it? Had to be old Goni boy. <laughs> Have a good one, boys, girls, everyone in between, whatever. Have a good one. <laughs> they are Essex-based podcast heroes. Hello, goodbye.